the blessing of God does not fail. He said, the blessing of the Lord make it rich and added no sorrow. Every child of God has been given. But not every child of God has received. This is the word lambano. Lambano is an active word. Lambano needs to take Lamana needs to go and get a hold of something. They that receive abundance of grace shall win in life. It says grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Just bless his holy name. He is God. His name is Yahweh. Blessed be His name. Just bless His holy name. He's the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the ending. Lord, we worship You. Precious Father, we adore You. Glory be to Your name forever. Thank You for Your presence in this place today. Thank You for bringing us together again. Right now our hearts are open to receive the word of God. I pray for your people. I don't receive it as a truth of God. I don't receive it as a better way. I don't be transformed as your word abides in them. I don't bring forth much fruits of the word of God. And that grace and peace be multiplied unto them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Tell someone you're welcome to church. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Happy New Month. It's going to be a wonderful month. Amen. Hallelujah. A wonderful month. The lions will fall unto you in pleasant places. Glory to God. Last week we were still on the series and we are still on the series, Who is Jesus? Amen. Who is Jesus? And we're learning amazing revelations of the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, I told you, I said, Jesus was a lot of, a lot of things. Amen. He fulfilled a lot of roles at the same time. Hallelujah. You see, he was, when he, when he came, when he came to earth, he fulfilled a lot of roles at the same time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And uh, today, we want to learn more about Jesus. Amen. We want to learn more about Jesus. Let's go to that Hebrews. Hebrews and uh, chapter 3. We're on that last week. That's where we stopped. And verse 1. Hebrews chapter 3. Verse 1. It says, Wherefore, holy brethren, are you there? 
Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. Amen. He calls him the uh, apostle. Amen. Then he calls him something. He calls him the high priest. Hallelujah. This is the high priest of our profession. Glory to God. A high priest. And like I told you last week, I said the book of Hebrews, or the letter of Hebrews, was written to the Jewish Christians. Amen. It was written to the Jewish Christians because, you see, they needed more understanding of Christianity. Amen. Because many of them, many of the Jews, when they received Christ, they kept on to the old covenant. Hallelujah. They kept on to the old covenant. And yes, you know, we have to continue this covenant and this, you know, this way. They did not understand that there was a new covenant. Hallelujah. They did not understand it. And that's why the man of God decides to write specifically to the Hebrews. Amen. He decides to write to them so that he could give them more enlightenment. Amen. Consigning this. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Alright. You see, in the Old Testament, um, there was a priestly order. They had the priest. Moses, Moses, God told Moses that Aaron was going to be the high priest. Amen. That Aaron was going to be the high priest. Then his two sons were going to be priests. Hallelujah. You find that in the Exodus, Leviticus. And actually, how did that happen? Something happened. You see, because God limited the priestly office to the tribe of Levi. Let's go to chapter 5 in this Hebrews. It's going to be very interesting. I want you to pay attention. Amen. We're going to go on a journey. Praise God. I want you to follow it. Okay. Get your Bibles. Hallelujah. Get your notebooks ready. Let's go to Hebrews in chapter 5. Praise God. Are you with me? Let's start from verse 1. Are you there? Hebrews 5.1 It says, For every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men. Praise God. It is ordained for men in things pertaining to God. Amen. That he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. For sins. Who can have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way? For that he himself also is compassed with infirmities. Amen. He said, he himself has weakness. Hallelujah. He says, he's chosen from among men. Verse 3. And by reason of, by reason herefore, hereof, he ought as for the people, so also for himself, to offer for sins. Amen. He says, the high priest was going to offer sacrifices for sin. Amen. And it was in the... And is offering it for himself and for the people of Israel. 
Amen. It's four. It says, No man taketh this honor unto himself, but he that is called of God as was Aaron. Amen. He says, No man taketh this honor upon himself. Hallelujah. You know, that's a verse that a lot of people, that some people use to threaten those who have a feeling. Of course, it's no man taking this honor. <laughs> it's no man taking this honor upon himself. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Alright, another day we'll talk about that. Amen. But what he was saying in this verse was that nobody could say, hey, I want to be a priest apart from the descendant of Aaron. Amen. Or the tribe of Levi. No other person no other tribe. You know, there were 12 tribes of Israel. Amen. You know, Jacob had 12 children. They became 12. So their descendants became the 12 tribes of Israel. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Hello. Hi. Glory. Some of you are looking. I'm speaking. Glory to God. Okay. Let's continue. So, what happened in the Old Testament? When God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, they were in the wilderness for a time. And they were doing some messed up things. They were sinning against God. And one time, some of them did something very wrong. And God was angry. Then, the children of Levi went to avenge God by slaughtering their brethren that sinned. Amen. So they, they, they slaughtered, they killed the people that sinned. And when they did that, God said, yes. <laughs> In fact, uh, those who are going to serve me are going to be from <laughs> this tribe. It's the family of Levi that I'm going to choose to be my priests. Amen. So that's how the Levites became the only tribe that we qualify to be priests according to the Old Testament. Amen. Are you understanding it? They were the only tribe because God, God saw what they did to avenge him and God chose them and limited the priestly office to that family. Amen. It's familiar, right? Even in some circles, right? So God said, this is the family that the priest will come from. So when they divided the land, when they divided the land of uh, the promised land, God said, don't give this tribe a land because I am going to be their inheritance. Amen. The tribe of Levi were not divided land for. They were not given land. Amen. God was their inheritance. So God said that when you all give tithes, when you give tithes and offerings, amen, when you give tithes and offerings, the children of Levi will collect from the tithes and offerings and give their own tithes. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you read about it in the Old Testament. That's the way God designed it. Because they, God wanted to, God consecrated the children of Levi for his own service. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's what happened. And God made Aaron was from that tribe. Even Moses was from that tribe. So God made him the high priest. And God made uh, his children the priests. Priest. 
Aaron had two sons and they were priests hallelujah so that was the priestly office or the priestly order in the old testament so when he says no man take this honor upon himself nobody can come from another tribe and say he wanted to be a priest amen the priesthood was given to a family amen it was given to Levi. that's why wherever they went to whenever something happened to them and they wanted to do something they would look for somebody from that family but say, who is a levite here because those were the people there was that's the family that god had given the right to minister for him on behalf of the rest of the brethren amen and that's what happened remember one time do you remember when david rescued the ark of covenant and they were dancing then one guy called Uzzah, have you heard the story? One guy called Uzzah tried to hold the ark to prevent it from falling. And the Bible says God smote Uzzah. Have you heard, have you heard that story before? Okay, because of time we can't go there. So God smote Uzzah and David was scared. David says, what? We just, he says God made a breach of us. And because of that, God said, ah, David said, I can't bring the ark to my house. And he sent the ark of covenant to Obedidon. Praise God. Then later, as David studied, David found out why God killed Uzzah. God killed Uzzah because Uzzah was not a Levite. Amen. Uzzah was not called. <clears throat> Sorry, Uzzah was not qualified to touch the ark. Glory to God. He wasn't qualified. Only the family of Levites could touch it. Only the families from that tribe could minister for God. Amen. So when David learned his lesson, he went to look for the Levites, the priests, and said, you know what? You guys should come and carry the ark because we didn't do the right things the last time god kids one of us so please come 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 you see that's what happened so if you're wondering why did god kill that's what happened uzzah was not a levite he was not qualified to touch the ark amen hallelujah so only the people from that family could minister for god amen only the people from that family could minister for god amen hallelujah all right so in the old testament whenever they wanted to do something they would look for somebody from that tribe so he says no man take this honor upon himself you cannot come from another tribe no matter how qualified you think you are you cannot come from another tribe maybe you come from the tribe of judah and say you want to be a priest no man take this honor upon himself that's what he's saying here amen it is for those who god has given amen he says as god called aaron hallelujah and of course how was the priestly it's not as if god was calling every priest after another no god had set a standard god had called that family amen so when the priest dies the children will take over the next highest in in the most of the children would take over amen to serve in the office amen of the high priest so such that's the way it was it's not as if god was going to every time god will come and choose no god was not choosing every time who was going to be a high priest 
they were already given the family was already given the priest the priestly office was already given to the levites amen so anybody in that family can be a priest amen are you understanding it that's the way it was in the old testament hallelujah that's the way it was but in the new testament we don't have anything like that amen hallelujah just the way the king the kingship family was from where huh the kingship family is from where who can be a king in israel huh the king the kingship family where is he from huh judah amen just the way in the thank you just the way kings can only come from judah if you are not from judah you can't be a king of israel amen see that's why jesus had to come from the family of judah amen to be the king of the jews hallelujah okay don't worry we'll continue are you learning something okay let's continue we stopped at verse uh, four right that's five Come what he's saying verse five chapter five hebrews chapter five verse five verse five okay is it so also christ glorified not himself to be made an high priest but he that said unto him thou art my son today have i begotten thee amen you see when god raised jesus from the dead on that third day god said to jesus he says thou art my son amen he says thou art my son today have i begotten thee amen because on that day jesus was born from the dead he was the first born from the dead hallelujah first to be born again amen and something happened something happened um let's continue next verse all right let's six right as he said also in another place he says god said in another place also thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, amen he says god said to jesus thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek." amen now it is after the order of aaron or after the order of the levite because jesus is not a levite amen so he couldn't be a priest you see but he said thou art a priest forever not he says forever he said thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek hallelujah amen who is Melchizedek that's what we're going to look into that who is Melchizedek now let me tell you something uh, we're going to get there but let's just let me just chip this in you know when Jesus was raised from the dead first off remember we studied this some weeks ago john when john saw jesus the next day he said behold the lamb of god right that taketh away the sins of the world amen so jesus was the lamb of god that taketh away not just the sin of israel but the sin of the whole world hallelujah you see because i see jesus was many things at the same time he was the lamb for israel and he was the lamb for the whole world 
Amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus was fulfilling a lot of roles at the same time. He came to redeem Israel from the curse of the law. Amen. But he came to redeem the world from the condemnation of sin. Are you understanding? There are two things there. You see? So when the Bible says he began to reduce from the cause of the law, we in this part of the world, we were not under the law in the first place. The law was given to Israel. Amen. So we are not in the Old Testament. Amen. Only the Israelites are in the Old Testament. Amen. They were the ones that were under the curse of the law when they sinned. Amen. The rest of the world were under the condemnation of Adam's sin. Glory to God. Hello? The rest of the world will honor the condemnation of Adam's sin. Hallelujah. So he came to redeem the Jews from the curse of the law, and he came to redeem man from the condemnation of sin. Hallelujah. So, when Jesus was, when he, when he was raised from the dead, see, he was both lamb and high priest. This is what happened. Let me show you what happened. We're going to go to there, but let's, let me just show you. Because of time. The priests, God gave them, He gave Moses, He uh, showed Moses how to construct the tabernacle. Amen. A tabernacle uh, is a small tent that the presence of God was going to dwell in. Amen. Now, the tabernacle was made up of two sections. Amen. The first session, there were some things in the first uh session or section amen then there was a veil there was a covering that led to the other section amen the other section was the place where they kept the ark of covenant amen the ark of covenant is something that god gave them that ark was that's what the ark was then remember that god gave them a tablet of testament the ten commandments so the ten commandments were also inside the second place. Amen. I said it's made up, the, the tabernacle was made up of two places, two rooms. Amen. The first place, the holy place, and the second place is called the most holy place. Amen. Now, so the second place had the ark. So all Israel, they could not, not, not everybody could see the ark because it was covered in the second room. Amen. Called the most holy place. Now you can understand when uh why you know when this guy touched who's that touched it it was the, god was angry about it amen hallelujah so i remember that ark when they kidnapped the ark remember some people kidnapped the ark and the ark dealt with them <laughs> the philistines dealt with the philistines dealt with their gods <laughs> that's another story all right so daily daily the priest could go and minister the priest would go and minister in the first room they were going to offer sacrifice and minister in the first room hallelujah but the second room where the ark is only the high priest goes into that room amen and guess what it goes in just once a year amen it goes in once a year 
and the Bible says not without blood you see when he goes into that room he has to go and offer a sacrifice for the sins of the people and that was done once a year but the first room the way the, the, the priest the other priest could go in every day to offer okay this is it can you see it? this is the way the ark was in the Old Testament so there were cherubims here it was of gold and the Ten Commandments was inside this box so that's where the Ark of Covenant was so this was inside the second the second room amen it was called the most holy place or the holy of holies amen that's what it was called thank you very much media hallelujah so I said Jesus was the lamb amen now the high priest would go and offer this once a year offer a lamb once a year for the sins or his own sins and for the sins of the old Israel amen he had to do this once a year because um, after one year God remember their sin so he had to do it once a year every year amen now when Jesus was raised from the dead remember he was the lamb of God amen so he died as the lamb hello he died as a lamb so now he's raised up from the dead and now he's a high priest amen now God says you are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek so now he's a high priest so what does he do he takes his blood he takes his blood where not to the this was an earthly sanctuary amen so Jesus takes his blood to heaven to the real place in heaven hallelujah glory to God are you with me so because he died he has to take his blood to this room amen and not this physical room but rather the real place the real room in heaven there's a place like this in heaven hallelujah because when God told Moses he showed Moses a picture amen and Moses just built something that looked like it this was called the earthly tabernacle amen that's why if you remember in John when Jesus saw Mary Mary wanted to touch Jesus and Jesus Christ said don't touch me amen he says don't touch me he says for I have not yet what let's go there John St. John's Gospel in chapter um, chapter 20 Verse 16. Glory, glory. St. John's Gospel, chapter 20, verse 16. Since you are priests forever after the order of Melchizedek. Amen. It says, Jesus says unto Mary, said unto her, Mary, she turned and said unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father and your Father, and to my God and your God. Amen. Let's go down to verse... Um, Twenty-six. 
verse 26 same 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 chapter verse 26 are you there and after eight days again his disciples were within and thomas with them then came jesus the doors being shut and he stood in the midst of them and said peace be unto you next verse and then said he to thomas reach either my reach either thy finger and behold my waist and reach either my hands and thrust in inside my side and be not faithless but what you see that he said he said reach he says reach and touch reach and touch my hands because before that he came eight days ago and thomas was not there and thomas said i can't believe this you cannot tell me that he's alive i can't this is until i see it until i touch his side until i <laughs> ah thomas said i saw him i saw i saw it i saw that roman soldier thrusting on his side he says are you it's thomas said no man can survive that and jesus heard so after eight days jesus showed up again and this time he came to thomas he says come on touch me touch me feel it he says i'm not a ghost feel it but hey that's what we're going to what we want to talk about is remember he told mary don't touch me amen he told mary don't touch me i ascend hallelujah i ascend to my father and to your father to my god and your god now he's saying touch me so people say because mary was a woman no it's not because mary was a woman it's because at that time as a high priest he was ascending to heaven with his blood to the holy of holies in heaven hallelujah to offer that sacrifice to offer his blood amen so he went to heaven and came back you see he went to heaven and came back glory to god again that's what happened so after he finished doing it he came back to hurts now you can touch him amen you see because at that first time he was going with his blood as the high priest glory to god and when the high priest is going you don't touch him amen hallelujah amen all right let's proceed let's go back to hebrews now let's go to hebrews chapter 7 verse 1 let's talk about melchizedek amen because it says you are a priest forever after the order of melchizedek amen that's what god said to jesus he says you are a priest forever melchizedek was a priest the bible the bible says abraham came from a fighting from a war and he came and the Bible says a priest of God met him, priest Melchizedek, and blessed him and gave him bread and wine and said, Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God. The Bible doesn't tell us where he came from. Neither did the Bible tell us who his father was or who his mother was, son of what, you know. That what we say, you son of this. The Bible doesn't tell us anything about Melchizedek. He comes in that verse and disappears. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you with me? Verse 7. He says, For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, he was a king. He was a priest. He was a high priest and a king. He says, King of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from slaughter of the kings and blessed him. 
to whom also to whom also Abraham gave tenths. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says Abraham gave him tithes. Hallelujah. That's the first time tithe was revealed in scripture. Amen. So Abraham gave Melchizedek tithes. Hallelujah. This is to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all. First being in by interpretation, king of righteousness. He says the interpretation of his name is the king of righteousness. Amen. Melchizedek. And after that also, king of Salem. He was the king of Salem, which is king of peace. Verse 3. He says, without father and without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the Son of God, abides a priest continually. Amen. Talking about Melchizedek. This is without father, without mother. This is without beginning of days or end of days. The Bible doesn't tell us anything about him. He just shows up and blesses Abraham and disappears. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's four. He said, now, now consider how great this man was. Unto whom even the patriarchs give Abraham give the tenth of the spoils. He says, imagine how great it was that Abraham had to give a tithe to. He says, and verily, they that are the sons of Levi who receive the office of the priesthood have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law, that is, of their brethren, though they came out of the loins of Abraham. But he whose descent is not counted from that from them receive tithes of Abraham. It is but somebody that is not is not from Levi is receiving tithes from their their forefathers. Praise God. It is and blessed him that had the promise. Verse seven. And without all contradiction the less is blessed of the great of the better amen he said the less is blessed of the better and here men that die receive tithes but there he receives them of whom it is witness that he lives amen he said that the men that die that means the priests the priests in the old testament they die they receive tithes but Melchizedek does not die lives forever amen praise god are you getting this thing and as I may so say, Levi also, who received tithes, paid tithes in Abraham, for he was yet in the loins of his father when Melchizedek met him. Praise God. He said, Levi paid tithes when he, he said, because he was not born yet, he was in the loins of his father Abraham when Abraham paid the tithe. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 11. He says, If therefore perfections were by the levitical priesthood for honor if the people received the law what further need was there that another priest should arise after the order of Melchizedek and not be called after the order of Aaron amen he said if 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 the priestly order in the Old Testament was perfect if it was perfect then there won't have been a need for a priest of Melchizedek. Amen. For another, for Jesus to come in the order of Melchizedek. Are you getting it? 
So now it's comparing, it's comparing what? It's comparing the priestly order of Melchizedek with that of the Old Testament. Amen. Hallelujah. This is verse 12. For the priesthood being changed, there is made of necessity a change also of the law. For he of all these things are spoken pertaining to another tribe of which no man gave attendance to the altar. For it is evident that our Lord sprang out of Judah. Amen. You see, he said, he said that the person we're talking about, yeah, Jesus did not come from the from the tribe of Levi. He came from the tribe of Judah. Amen. That's why he's called the lion of the tribe of Judah. Amen. Hallelujah. Alright, let's go to verse uh, yeah, verse 16. It says, who is made not after the law of carnal commandments, but after the power of an endless life. Amen. For it testifies, thou art a priest forever, after the order of Melchizedek. Hallelujah. It is a priest forever. Amen. Next verse. It says, for there is verily a disannulling of the commandment, going before the weakness and unprofitableness thereof. For the law made nothing perfect, but the bringing in of a better hope did, by which we draw nigh unto God. He said, the law of the Old Testament, he said, the law did not make anything perfect. You see, he's talking to the Jews. Amen. I want you to understand this uh, argument he's having. He's trying to correct their thinking. Amen. He's trying to help them see the reason of the new covenant. Amen. And now that the new co covenant is here, he's trying to show them that there's no need for the old covenant anymore. Hallelujah. That's, that's what he's telling the Jews. Amen. Hallelujah. It's, it's 19. You see, for the Lord made nothing perfect. He said the law made nothing perfect. But the bringing in of a better hope did. That's the New Testament. By which we draw near unto God. And inasmuch as not without an oath, he was made priest. What does it say now? Let's go. Verse 21. For those priests were made without an oath, but this with an oath by him that said unto him, The Lord swear and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. So that's, what, that's what they said about Jesus. Amen. He says, God swore and said to Jesus, He says, Thou art a priest forever. So Jesus was made a priest with an oath. That's what he's saying. He said, Those in the Old Testament, they were not made priests with an oath. But in the New Testament, he said, says, God swore and said, Hey, that Jesus was going to be a priest forever. Amen. 22. By so much was Jesus made of a shorty of a better testament. And they truly were many priests because they were, they were, okay, because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. You see, there were many priests, many high priests. Amen. Many high priests in the Old Testament because they had to die and another person needs to take over. You see? They have to choose the next person to take over. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, okay. But this man, because he continues, he continues ever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Amen. He said, this man, Jesus, because he continues forever, he continues forever, he doesn't die. 
Jesus cannot die again. Amen. He already died once. He's never going to die again. Hallelujah. Amen. So he says he continues to be a priest forever. Verse 25. Wherefore he is able to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercessions for them. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's go to... Alright. Okay, let's continue. It's, just, it's too sweet. So let's just continue. Verse 26. For such an high priest became horse, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens. Hallelujah. Is it that's the kind of high priest we have? He's holy, he's harmless, undefiled. Amen. Who need not daily, as those high priests, to offer up sacrifice, first for his own sin, and then for the people. For this he did once when he offered himself. Amen. He said, Jesus Christ didn't need to be offering. I said, daily they will offer sacrifice every day for sin. In the, in the first room. He said, but Jesus doesn't need to do that. Amen. He said, we have a better high priest than the Old Testament. Amen. He said, we have a better high priest. He said, he doesn't need to be offering sacrifice daily. Or once a year in the, in the inner room. No. He said, he did that once. He offered sacrifice once only. Hallelujah. Amen. Where were we? Okay. You see? And for the people. Okay. Next verse, 28. For the law maketh men high priests which have infirmities. But the word of the host which was since the law maketh the son who is consecrated forever. Amen. He said the law made men with infirmities. That means men with weakness. That means they could still sin. He said the law made them high priests. Because they were still sin. They were men. They had infirmities. They had weakness. But he says the oath. The oath, which is when God swore to Jesus, he says, makes the son who is consecrated forever. So we see that Jesus is a much better high priest than the ironic high priest. Hallelujah. Praise God. Next verse. Now, these things which we have spoken, this is the song. He said, this is the song. He said, we have such a high priest who is set on the right hand of the majesty of the throne of the majesty in the heavens. Next verse. A minister of the sanctuary. Hallelujah. Jesus is a minister of the sanctuary. Amen. And of the true tabernacle which the Lord pitched and not man. You see that? He says, of the true tabernacle. He said, Jesus Christ ministered in the true tabernacle which is in heaven. Not the one that was made here on earth. Amen. Not the one that, you know, Moses built. Praise God. It says, for every high priest is ordained to offer gifts and sacrifices. Wherefore, it is of necessity that this man have someone also to offer. Amen. For if he were on earth, he should not be a priest, seeing that there are priests that offer gifts according to the law. If, if Jesus was on earth, he would not be, he wouldn't be an high priest. You see? He wouldn't be an high priest. Praise God. Let's jump down. Let's go straight to verse uh, 8. Verse 8, same chapter. It says, For finding fault with them 
He said, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord. I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them, to lead them out of the land of Egypt. Because they continued not in my covenant, and I regarded them not, saith the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their minds and write them in their hearts. And I will be to them God, a God, and they shall be to me a people. And they shall not teach, and they shall not teach every man his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me, from the least to the greatest. Amen. See that? He says, Everyone will know him. He said, well, I'm going to put my laws in their minds and write them in your hearts. He said, no, it won't be, no one will be saying, oh, no, the Lord. He said, all shall know me. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, God found a fault in the, in the Old Testament. He found a fault. He found a fault. And that's why, if you read it, we could just continue. But because of time, we can continue. He is comparing them. He's trying to persuade them that they need to let go of the Old Testament. Amen. You need to let go of the Old Testament. It calls it carnal commandments. Hallelujah. He's trying to persuade them so that they can see that, hey, this Old Testament is gone. Let me show you a verse. Okay. Let's just continue. Verse 12. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins, and their iniquities will I remember no more. In that he says a new covenant, he had made the first old. Now that which decays and waxeth old is ready to what? Vanish away. He says the Old Testament is vanishing away. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is the man of God talking. You see that? He says it's old, it's, it's gone. The Old Testament has vanished away, it's gone. There's, there was no need for them to be sticking to it. So he wrote the book of Hebrews to persuade them, to enlighten them, so that they would see that they don't need to continue in the Old Testament. Because they still continue with the priestly stuff. And Paul is saying, uh-uh, no. We have a better high priest. Amen. We have a better, Jesus is our high priest. Yes, he's not from the tribe of Levi. Yes, he's not from Aaron. He's after the order of Melchizedek. Hallelujah. And he's in heaven. He's ministering in heaven for us, not on earth. He's telling that, oh, the earth, there's a, the earth was just a shadow of things to come. Hallelujah. We're just a shadow of things to come. He said, this is the New Testament. He said, if there is a New Testament, then there has to be a change of activity. You can't say there's a New Testament and you are still doing the old activities. Amen. That's what he's trying to persuade them. He's showing them the verse from the prophets where God said, I will make a new covenant. So he's telling them, hey, if there's a new covenant, then things have to change. You can't still be offering these things every day. Things have to change. The laws have to change. The, the priest the order has to change because the first priestly order came by the first commandment the, the first uh, testament hallelujah the first testament brought the ironic um, uh, priesthood 
Now there's a new covenant. Amen. There's a new testament. And there is a new priesthood. Hallelujah. There's a new priesthood. There's a new mode of operation. Hallelujah. And, and it's showing them. It's trying to persuade them with so much words. You see, if you read continually, continuously, uh, with so much words, it persuades them. Hallelujah. It persuades them. Hallelujah. Let's read uh, chapter 9. I think it's something you need to read. Okay? Just read it. Hebrews from chapter 5 unto chapter 10. Praise God. Let's read verse 11. Chapter 9. But Christ being come an high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building. Amen. Is it Christ? Christ is come to minister in a greater tabernacle. Not the one, just like we're saying, not the earthly tabernacle, but the tabernacle in heaven. Amen. Is it neither by the blood of goats? Is it, is not, Christ is not offering blood of goats. Amen. No, is it neither by the blood of goats or, and calves, but by his own blood. Amen. By his own blood. He is both the high priest and the lamb. Hallelujah. Amen. See, the priests in the Old Testament, they, they carry the lamb, the blood of the lambs, and offer for their sins and for the sins of Israel. Amen. But he comes. Hallelujah. This new high priest comes with his own blood. Hallelujah. With his own blood. Not to offer for his own sin. Uh-uh. To offer for us. Glory to God. The sin of the world. Glory to Jesus. Verse 13. It says, For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of an ephra sprinkling the unclean sanctifies to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot, without spot to God, Purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Hallelujah. See? He says, if, 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 if the blood of goats worked a little in the Old Testament, he says, how much more would the blood of Jesus that offered himself without spots? He says, purge your conscience. Purge your conscience from dead works. Hallelujah. To serve God. Verse 14. Okay, verse 15, right? And for this cause he is the mediator of a new testament. Hallelujah. That by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions that were in under the first testament, they, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Amen. Verse 24. He said, For Christ is not entered into the holy place made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself. Now, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Hallelujah. You see? Continue. Verse 25. You see, not yet that he should offer himself often as the high priest enters into the holy place every year with the blood of others. Uh-uh. He said, uh-uh, Jesus Christ is not going to be offering himself every year. No. Because remember, the high priest in the Old Testament they were to enter the second room once a year. Amen. He says, no. 26. 
See, for them, must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now, once in the end of the world, had he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Hallelujah. See, once. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, and after that, but after this the judgment, so also Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto that who look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Praise God. You see that? That's beautiful. Let's go to chapter 10, verse 4. Chapter 10, verse 4. Same book, Hebrews. It says, For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he comes into the world, he says, Sacrifice and offerings thou wouldest not, but a body as thou prepared me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, thou hast had no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the books is written of me to do thy will, O God. Hallelujah. See that? Verse 8. Above when he said sacrifices and offerings and but and burnt offerings and, and offerings for sin, thou wouldst not. Neither had him pleasure when which are for which are offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh a week of first that he may what? Establish the second. He's trying to show us. See what Jesus said above? He's telling us the reason he said it, you see. He took away the first so that he can establish the second. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. So Jesus is our high priest. Amen. That's how he's our high priest. Amen. He's our high priest. After the order of Melchizedek. Amen. After the order of Melchizedek, he's our high priest. He's the high priest of the church. Amen. After the order of Melchizedek, and he has offered his blood for us, his own blood. He did that once. He's not going to be doing it. He doesn't need to be entering that room again and again. Uh uh. He entered once. Praise God. Entered once, once for all, once for all, once for all. Amen. He entered once for all. He's not dying again. He died once, and that blood is enough. Is enough. Amen. Is enough. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. He's the high priest and the lamb. Hallelujah. Oh, what a blessing. What a blessing. He's the high priest. Offered his own blood. Offered his own blood. Offered his own blood. No, no, no. He says, no, we're not in the Old Testament. No. We're not. A lot of people don't still understand that. We're not in the Old Testament. Just the way the Hebrews, they don't understand. They don't understand it. 
They still think, oh, we are, we are, we are, you know, we are, <laughs> we are, you know, the Bible says, you know. No. Amen. It will surprise you. You see, when you start studying the Bible for yourself, you will realize that a lot of pastors don't even study the Bible. It will surprise you. Because you will see things that are like, ah, didn't they see this thing? <laughs> didn't they see this thing? It's not this Bible. It, I'm telling you, you'll surprise you. A lot of men of God don't study. A lot of preachers don't study the Bible. You know, that's why they can still be preaching things that are not consistent. Preaching Old Testament things. Hallelujah. He said, the law came by Moses. He said, but grace and truth came by Jesus. Amen. You, you have to understand it. Hallelujah. Did you read what he said? He said, they shall not say, he says, in the new covenant, in the day of the new covenant, he said, you will not say, oh, uh, they will not preach. He says, they will all know me. Why? He said, because I will write my laws in their hearts. Not in a tablet of stone this time. He said, I will write it in their hearts. So when you are born again, that law is in your heart. Amen. It's there. You just know what's right. You just know what's wrong. You know when you're not doing well. You know. It's in your conscience. Amen. It's there. It came at the new birth. Hallelujah. It came at the new birth. Hallelujah. So this is a mediator of a better covenant. A new covenant. What's a covenant? A covenant is like a contract. It's an agreement. A contract. Amen. It's a contract between people it's a contract hallelujah say I'm in a new covenant I'm in a better covenant better than the old covenant that promises better things than the old covenant yeah that's it hallelujah go ahead just thank him for his word thank you Thank him for his word. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him for this revelation. Thank him for the understanding that has come to you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's our high priest. He's our lamb. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory, glory. Glory be to God in the highest. Go ahead. Let's rise up on our feet right now. Let's rise up on our feet. Glory to God. It's time to prophesy. It's time to prophesy. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Go ahead and start prophesying. Go ahead and start prophesying to every area of your life right now. Open your mouth and speak. Hallelujah. Use the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Go ahead and speak. Go ahead and prophesy. He says, whatsoever you say shall be done unto you. Whatsoever you say shall be done unto you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Prophesy to your health. Prophesy to your family. Prophesy to your job, your career, your business, your academics. Prophesy. Prophesy. Prophesy to your family. Prophesy your relationship. Prophesy to your marriage. Prophesy to your children, your parents. Go ahead and prophesy. Go ahead and prophesy. Is there anyone in your house who does not yet saved? Go ahead and prophesy. 
the power of salvation is coming upon them this week go ahead and prophesy go ahead and prophesy go ahead and prophesy oh yes glory to god glory be to god in the highest the lines are falling onto you in pleasant places oh yes things are working out for your good oh yes oh yes glory to god this place is too quiet are you prophesying you can spread yourself if you want you can spread yourselves you will not lock to your seats go ahead be free free yourself and prophesy free yourself and prophesy oh free yourself the power of the lord is present right now ready to grant what you say the power of god to perform what you say is available right now this is your hour this is your hour the power of the lord is present it's present it's present it's present it's present to destroy every force of darkness the power of god is present to heal all sickness and disease the power of the lord is present it's present the angels of god the ministry spirits are here they are here to to listen to your command as you speak the word of god as you prophesy they move to action don't be quiet don't be quiet it's a new month prophesy to your month prophesy to your week prophesy what do you want this month what do you want to see in your health what do you want to see in your finances what do you want to see in your spiritual life what do you want to see what do you want to see in your family what do you want to see in your children oh yes are you ready for progress do you want to make progress go ahead and prophesy prophesy what you want he says son of man speak unto it and say say what you want oh glory to god i'm walking in victory this month hallelujah i'm walking in victory this month hallelujah never a dull moment for me never a dull moment for me sorrow is far from me this month sorrow is far from me i'm walking in joy i'm walking in peace i'm walking in the glory of god in the name of jesus oh yes yes my life is from glory to glory my week is from glory to glory my month is from glory to glory in the name of jesus oh yes i'm walking in health divine health all through this month headache is not allowed in my body no sickness is allowed in my system in the name of jesus i dwell in zion he says they that dwell in zion shall not say i am sick i don't fall sick this month oh yes i have no disappointment this month the lines are falling onto me in pleasant places all things are working together for my good in the name of jesus i'm making progress making progress in every area of my life making progress in ministry making progress in my finances i'm making progress i'm having increase in every area of my life by divine visitation i'm having progress i'm having progress supernatural progress is at work in me in the name of jesus oh yes yes 
Oh, yes, yes. Hallelujah. When my names are mentioned in corridors of power, I have favor with men and God. Wherever my document goes, I have favor in that office. I have favor in that place. In the name of Jesus, people are calling me for favor. I have favor. Kings are coming to my rising. Kings are coming to my rising. Oh, yes. The abundance of the sea is converted to me. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. I walk in prosperity. The Lord is my shepherd. I do not lack. The lines are falling unto me. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. The devourer is rebuked for my sake. Oh, I have restoration this month. God is restoring unto me the years that the canker worm has eaten. He's restoring unto me the years that the locust has eaten. He's restoring unto me the year the palmer worm has eaten. I have restoration. I have restoration. I have restoration in my health. I have restoration in my finances. I have restoration in my ministry. I have restoration in every area of my life. I have restoration in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Restoration is at work in me. Oh, the power of restoration is at work in me. The power of restoration is at work in me. Glory, glory, glory. Go ahead and prophesy. Go ahead and prophesy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Greater, 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 greater. Everlasting protection is mine. Everlasting protection. I'm covered in everlasting protection. Oh yes, I'm delivered from all accidents. I'm delivered from wicked and unreasonable men. They cannot find me. They cannot find me. They cannot find my loved ones. In the name of Jesus, we are covered in everlasting protection. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory, glory. Glory, glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Victory is yours. Victory is yours. Hallelujah. Lambano, Lambano, it's yours. Go ahead and Lambano, it's yours. Receive it. Receive it. Believe you have received it. Victory is yours. In every area of your life. I said victory is yours. I said victory is yours. In the name of Jesus, no weapon formed against you prospers. Nothing shall my enemies hurt you. In the name of Jesus, strength is yours. Victory is yours. Faith is yours. Power is yours. Yes, victory is yours in the name of Jesus. You are blessed in every area of your life. The Bible says Abraham was blessed in all things. You are a seed of Abraham. I decree that you are blessed in all things. In the name of Jesus. Blessed in all things. Blessed in every area of your life. Yes, the blessing of the God added rich. Make it rich and added no sorrow. That blessing is at work in you. No sorrow is allowed in your life this month. No sorrow in the name of Jesus. That which got sorrow in you in the past. God is turning it to work for your good. He's turning it to work for your good. I command that darkness to become light for you. I command that darkness to become light for you. In the name of Jesus. The power of restoration is at work in you. The power of restoration is at work in you. 
be restored in whatever you've lost whatever you've lost be restored in the name of Jesus restoration is coming to you this month it's coming to you this month by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world you are overcoming the world you are walking in strength you are overcoming temptations you are overcoming persecutions you are getting stronger in Christ Jesus you are not described as a weak Christian you are strong in the Lord you are strong in his power in the name of Jesus yes be healed in your body right now I command sickness to leave your body right now right now out in the name of Jesus I command every demonic oppression that trouble you out in the name of Jesus be made free right now be made free right now in the name of Jesus be free from every demonic oppression be healed right now be healed right now whatsoever you touch is blessed whatsoever you touch is blessed whatsoever you touch is blessed god will give you ideas earth shaking ideas you are seeing what others cannot see in the name of jesus god is giving you understanding in the name of jesus favor is yours favor is yours this month you will walk in favor many will call you for favor in the name of jesus the angel of god will minister for you they will minister miracles for you they will minister unexplainable miracles for you in the name of jesus you are going to be full of testimonies this month you are going to be full of testimonies beginning today you will be full of testimonies in the name of jesus yes yes greatness is at work in you god said to abraham i will make your name great you are the seed of abraham greatness is at work in you greatness is at work in you you are becoming great you are becoming great and you are moving forward like isaac and you are becoming very great in the name of jesus you are great you are great you are great greatness is at work in your life in the name of Jesus God is giving you wisdom increase in wisdom you will function in great wisdom this month in great understanding hallelujah that which was difficult to become easy for you in the name of Jesus you will walk in excellence in the name of Jesus oh give him praise give him praise hallelujah hallelujah give him praise glory to God thank you Lord thank you thank you for the blessing thank you holy spirit hallelujah hallelujah grace to you and peace from god i am wale Ine, pastor of center of truth church i would love to specially invite you to center of truth you see when you come to center of truth you see it's not just another church service it's a spiritual training institution many people go to church but they are not experiencing spiritual growth in their lives listen i tell you the truth doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are doesn't matter how rich you are or how poor you may be God wants to make you what he talks about like Jesus and as you fellowship with us the spirit of truth will build you up day by day service by service such that as the weeks and months go by you will easily see the changes and progress that you're making in your spiritual life 
and in every other area of your life. So, make it a date this Sunday. I would love to receive grace to you. Christ and want to make him Lord of your life please say this prayer oh Lord God I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ I sincerely believe he died for my sins and was raised from the dead I accept him as Savior and Lord of my life to live according to the truth of the kingdom of God I am now saved and have eternal life in me. I am now born again and a child of God. Amen.